It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Hawk Chronicles. So this card was forged by the same person who forged Salam's ID. That was a good catch on that suspected bloodstain you found, Mac. So somebody got burned. He said that Xiong told him he was a computer specialist and worked from home a lot. I just wanted to let you know that I've decided to go with the Turkish prison scenario. So I am to be left in your hands, am I? Yes. And do not think that I won't hesitate to let my Jubatan here toy with you. We have special plans for you. Welcome back, Captain Rogers. We certainly didn't expect both you and your ship to survive. So what's with the Muncie Act? Seems Rage is threatening an invasion of one of the uh, two Earths. What's up? I'm in D.C. today. How about lunch? You can catch me up on your new job. Tenet is a Chinese national here on work visa. Why all the cloak and dagger? Because they don't know what I know. The burn mark on the wall, it's a blast pattern from a Model 19 laser pistol. That means... It may have already started. And now, episode 56, The Xiang Connection. The beginning of what? The invasion? All I know is that some Chinese guy working for a computer security company is missing. There's blood at the scene and a definite laser blast pattern on the wall. And you're sure about the laser pistol? Positive. The pattern is unique. While no one was looking, I scraped off some residue from the burn mark on the wall. Had our labs analyze it for trace. So what did they find? Blood residue. Only a laser could penetrate a body, travel that distance, and leave a residue. Can you get DNA? Unfortunately, no. The heat from the laser blast is way too hot. All the DNA was destroyed. What have you found out about Lin Xiang? Not much. Mac is running a background check, but you know how that goes. Yeah, Jeremy or Jerome Parks, who turned out to be neither one. What can I do with Homeland Security? If our investigation determines he had access to sensitive material and was here on work visa, or there's anything fishy about him, Homeland will get involved. I'll brief O'Neill on the situation. With the administrative turnover, I might be able to get her to make sure I'm assigned the case if it ever does become a matter of national security. Well, I wouldn't worry about that. I'm certain Pierman will make sure it happens. And in the meantime? Maybe lunch? Here in the park? Hey, check it out, a hot dog cart. (laughs) I just remembered. I haven't sharpened any of my pencils yet. What? Pencils are no good unless they're sharpened. Well, shake me timbers. It's our intrepid captain. And he's alive and well. It's shiver, Nate. What? It's shiver me timbers, not shake. Okay, whatever. Most of those earth sayings don't make sense anyway. Good to see you. You too, Sheena. I think I've seen a lifetime of you, first mate. Yeah, missed you too. Listen, Cap, I know you've hardly set foot here, but you've got a dozen mercs looking for you. Not to worry, Nate. We're solving. You have units? What? Where? How? I turned over copies of Hawk's reports on the penal colony. They were very anxious to get their hands on them. So you sold them? Excellent. That's the crazy thing. I gave them to them. What? That's insane. It was that, 
or face prison time for violation against the Federation. I had to weigh my options, and going to prison wasn't one of those options. So, how did you collect so many units? The Federation was grateful for our part in rescuing the Controller, in particular the help you and Sheena provided. So they reimbursed us for the lost cargo, wear and tear on the ship, and for your troubles, a bonus for you and Sheena. Well, shiver me timbers. Sheena, Scully's, I'll buy. I'll even buy you something to eat. Or someone. Relax there, green goddess of Jubata. We can start with your favorite appetizer. Barbecued white mice? For that, I will tolerate your company. Cap, you joining us? You two go ahead. Take these units and make sure Carlos' men get paid. I see Barnes over there with a couple of rena cops. I'll catch up with you two later. Try not to drink the place dry. Aye, aye, Captain. Barnes! Hey, Rick! Hey, see you made it back in uh, one piece. Yeah, so what's with that armed escort? Did the law finally catch up to you? Yeah, these gentlemen for the provost marshal's office. I can see that. What are you doing with them? You might want to come with us. This involves someone you know. Gentlemen, I take full responsibility for Captain Rogers. Let's go. What do you mean, someone I know? Well, we've been able to round up the ringleader of the rage soldiers who were here posing as up four forces for the school. We discovered that there was a mole here all along, coordinating their entire operation. And you're saying I know him? Yeah, quite well. He's actually a Hongan, posing as one of your people. What? A lowlife Hongan posing as a Philian? That's not possible. I would have been able to tell the difference. Wait, why are we going in here? No, you don't mean. I'm afraid so, Rick. Gentlemen, I'm not expecting any loadouts today. Barnes, are you having trouble with that drone? Rick, what are you doing here? Why don't you turn off your translator and talk to me? Gleason in our native tongue. What? I don't understand. Specialist Gleason, you are hereby charged with Article 401 of the Uniform Code of Federation Justice, aiding and abetting the enemy. You have the right to- I know my rights, Agent. As armorer here, I hold a high-class security. With a forged ID. The same forgery that your rage cohorts had. They never overpowered you to get those weapons. You had everything ready for them. Now, are you waiving your rights to keep your mouth shut? You're crazy. I've nothing to hide. I try to defend myself. You're a low-life Hongan, just like them, trying to pass yourself off as a Philian. Turn your keys over to this officer. Now turn around and put your hands behind your back. You're making a huge mistake. You don't even have the authority to arrest me. That's why this officer for the PM's office is here. Now put your hands behind your back and exercise your right to shut up. Give me five minutes alone with him. As much as I'd like to, Rick. He's out of our hands now. He's all yours, officer. Well then, I'm going to catch up with Nate and Sheena and throw a few back. You interested? Ah, well, normally I'd be right behind you. But I think I just head back to my quarters and rest a bit. By the time they finish processing Gleason, it'll be too late. So I think I'll go to the PM's tomorrow and have a crack at him. If you need any help with the cracking part... <laughs> you know, I think we can handle it okay without you there, cowboy. Go join your crew and blow off some steam. My master, the prisoner is ours now. He has been secured in the laboratory suite. Excellent. Will he cooperate? I am confident that I can make him see our way. He is a scientist. 
with a curiosity like no other. He won't be able to resist experimenting. If we are to successfully attack their planet, the impulse generator must be completed. We need to know why it has failed. There is a great energy with this one, Master. I'm sure he will succeed where others have failed. If he doesn't, then he will become the play toy for our Jubatan, just like the others. He will succeed, Master. This was his passion in life. The chance to build an electromagnetic impulse generator on a scale of this size will be too much for him to resist. Then, Zokar, then we will destroy them. Those pathetic aliens will be hopeless cripples without their internet, phones, and GPS devices. It will send their world into chaos and anarchy. And then their resources will be ours. And once we take what we want, we can do the same to their alternate world. We will be unstoppable. What have you got on our missing Chinese tenant? Well, Lin Xiong is actually Professor Lin Xiong from the University of Science and Technology of China. Specifically, according to his visa, he's with the National High Performance Computing Center in Hefei. Computer science? I wonder what a communist computer expert is doing working in Baltimore. It looks like he lives in Baltimore, but is working in the Montgomery County area. Working in Montgomery County makes sense. It's the electronic technology capital of the East Coast. But living in Baltimore City, in a low-rent tenant house? That doesn't make any sense to me. Why not something like the Hyatt, or at least something closer? The tech company he consults for, Secure Data Core Technologies, provides transportation for the 45-minute commute. As for the accommodations, it's not uncommon for his culture to live more simplistic surroundings. But that's not what I'm finding fascinating. This company provides technical assistance in the form of computer security to agencies like the NIH and... Homeland Security. You mean to tell me that a scientist from Communist China is consulting Homeland Security on computer security? As crazy as that sounds, yes. The Chinese are quite familiar with hacking and preventative measures. I do recall that last year Homeland Security reported that 25,000 employee records and thousands of federal workers' personal files have been compromised. In fact, we accused the Chinese publicly of hacking us. I was curious about why we'd hire a communist to help us. My research uncovered this statement from a spokesman for the Chinese embassy in Washington. Spokesman Zhu Haikuan said that hacking can only be addressed by international cooperation based on mutual trust and mutual respect. Well, it looks like somebody bought off on it. I'll contact Montgomery County Police and see if they can get any info from the tech company. We need to know if this guy is missing or not. In the meantime, let Hernandez know what I'm doing. Stay with him and work any leads he might have. Yes, ma'am. What did the captain want? Nah, she just wanted to know where we were with the Lynch Young case. She said she was going to contact Montgomery PD and see if they could get any info on him from the security firm he was assisting. Good luck with that. I'm not sure they even want to admit that the communist hacking expert was assisting them. Any personal information on him? Nada. Zip. He's under a diplomatic status, so there's nothing available in the system. Anything at the consulate level will have to be a federal inquiry. A small burn mark on the wall and an unidentifiable blood isn't going to warrant a federal investigation. 
Unless we can prove this Professor Lin is actually missing. Monday was the Chinese New Year. Maybe he's celebrating a little too much. Goodbye, sheep. Hello, monkey. Monkey? Yeah, this is the year of the monkey. It's supposedly one of the unluckiest years in the Chinese lunar calendar. It's getting to look like it was unlucky for him. Huh? It's a text from the captain. Well, well. Looks like the monkey. He's off our backs. The feds are picking up the case. I didn't think the wheels of government turned that fast. Only if you have the right people in the right places. Officially, we are assisting the Chinese consulate in a delicate matter. How delicate? Well, this will be somewhat of a low-profile inquiry on your part, as an agent for immigration. You were chosen for your language skills and cultural knowledge. Plus, you are part of the China Sister State Partnership under Maryland's Office of the Secretary of State. You'll be officially acting as a liaison between our government and the Chinese consulate here in D.C. And unofficially? Well, we need to know the source of that laser burn on his apartment wall. The official version is that Professor Lin was prematurely celebrating the New Year and accidentally set off some fireworks. Not the exploding kind, but the sparkler kind. <laughs> And they're serious? Yep, that's their story and they're sticking to it. Officially, they are not listing him as missing. So, where do I start? D.C. or Baltimore? Remember, you're just a liaison, officially. We've arranged a meeting for you at the Chinese Embassy. You'll be meeting with a representative from the Embassy. It will all just be a formality. I'm sure their people will be actively looking for Mr. Lin. Will there be any sharing of information? Since they're not calling his disappearance suspicious, no. Kate, we have an opportunity here that we need to take advantage of. Your old unit is investigating this. I'm sure that you can work with them without drawing a lot of attention. By not drawing attention, I'm guessing I won't be there in an official capacity. No, not as an investigator. Your official capacity will be as liaison between the Baltimore PD and Homeland Security. Nelson is actively involved in the investigation with Mac, so there will be no problem getting access to any evidence discovery. I'm sure Nelson can handle this. It's what he does best. Yes, but he's not as versed as you in Chinese culture. He could easily use his translator, if necessary, but that technology is easily exposed. We need someone on the ground who speaks the language and knows the culture. This all seems pretty intense for just a professor of computer science who just might be sleeping off too much partying somewhere. Mm, on the surface, yes, but Professor Lin is an expert in weapon systems interface. He developed the current missile guidance system being used by the Chinese. We believe the current hacking problem is just a cover for him to be here assisting us. The higher-ups believe that the problem is much more serious. Given the fact that a laser weapon was used in his disappearance, a technology not available in this world, yes, it's much more serious. An expert in weapons interface systems, abducted with extraterrestrial technology at a time when we are expecting an attack from rage, yes, this is quite serious. I trust you are more comfortable here than at the prison number 310. Comfort is a relative term. I'm nearly 90 years old now. To be alive is in itself a comfort. Why have you brought me here? And where am I? You are among friends. You are here because your talents are too precious to die in a prison. I'm truly sorry for the inconvenience of prison, but... 
where you were seen as a danger to most. Prison was the safest place for you to be. That is a matter of opinion. How should I address you? You shall address Lord Lister as Master. Master? I am no man's slave. This is our guest, Zokar. He is not wise to our ways. 310 you will address me as Lord Lister. Then, Lord Lister, I submit that the safest place for me was in my hotel apartment. My life is extremely regimented, and that was my safe place. We are well aware of your regiment, 310. You rarely sleep more than four hours a day. You like to walk eight to ten miles a day, and you often work as late as 3 a.m. Your diet consists of milk, bread, honey, and vegetable juice, which I hope you notice was provided for you in prison. A minor consolation, given my unlawful incarceration. A necessity, given the success of your unified field theory experiments. When we discovered that you managed to teleport a destroyer escort and its entire crew over 200 miles and travel back in time for 10 minutes, we knew you were the man for the job. That was over 75 years ago. Those before us had great insight as to your abilities. You were abducted from your hotel and transported through a time continuum 75 years into your future to here in our present. And so what can a man of 160 years of age do for you, Lister? Silence, you old fool. You shall address the one before you as Lord Lister or Master. Enough. Your accomplishments were not appreciated by your own kind. You were called a mad scientist, a recluse, an eccentric. Yet, in your world in 1893, you predicted wireless communications. Five years later, you operated a boat wirelessly. Yet in spite of your amazing accomplishments and numerous patents, you fell into obscurity after your own death. You mean after my kidnapping and my fake death? This reliving of my life is quite touching, but you still haven't explained what you want with me. We want you to continue your work on the peace ray. My charged particle beam theory? Why? Why would you want me to continue on that project? Because, Nicola, the galaxy is not a safe place. It is just as you had predicted. The threat of such a weapon will secure peace throughout the galaxy. Peace that only you can provide. Who is Prisoner 310 and will he help rage? What does Gleason know? How deep is the corruption on Boldovar? Tune in for the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Year of the Monkey. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. 
worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. Music